0: Good afternoon and welcome again to Rotary Matters, a program in which we look at some of the many, many worthy causes, projects and people who make up a rotary. You're on Triple H, 100.1 FM and my name is Ian Stewart. Now, today's story is a little different. Uh, Regular listeners will know that coming up on Sunday the 28th of March, there is a huge cycle event taking place on the upper north shore of Sydney. It's called the Bobbin Head Cycle Classic and the nickname is The Bobo. The Bobo, has been running for 10 years, is very popular and offers rides of different distances to suit riders of all abilities. Now on the Bobo, there is uh, a ride of 27k, another one of 58k, another of 80 and if you're really, really keen, there's a 104k edition as well. So there are riders, uh, there are distance to suit riders of all abilities. And they all start and finish in the same location, which is a park in Taramara. And each ride takes in a mixture of mansions, beautiful bushland, sparkling waterside, sweeping views, and if you want hills, we can give you hills as well. <laughs> now, this event, <laughs> the Bobbo, is owned and managed by volunteers from four local Rotary Clubs and is a major fundraiser for Lifeline and some selected charities. Now riders pay a modest registration fee to take part and they're encouraged to tap their friends and family for sponsorship as well. But this is only part of the story. The Bobo also tracks the attention of progressive businesses eager to engage with the fit, the enthusiastic and some relatively affluent riders able to specify or to support those sponsors. Now, one of those sponsors, I'm pleased to say, is Hornsby BMW, a car dealership located in Waitara on the Upper North Shore. Now, as I know you know, owning a car comes with a lot of responsibility, and you have to make a lot of decisions as well. So on Rotary Matters today, we're going to be meeting Mickey Wynand, who's the Marketing Product and Lifestyle Manager for Hornsby BMW. We're not going to be talking about his brand in particular, but about some basic motoring questions common to all car owners questions to do with tyres, with fuel, and some thoughts on the advent of electric cars. All very interesting, so please stay tuned. You're on Triple H 100.1 FM. This programme is Rotary Matters, and my name is Ian Stewart. But just in case you haven't heard us before, the idea of this programme is to bring you an interview to explain and provide insight into a specific Rotary cause or project. It's called Rotary Matters, Because, as you're going to find out, Rotary impacts many lives locally and around the world. So each week on the programme, we might hear from an Australian organising a mobile leprosy clinic in India, or an Australian uh, building a school in Nepal. Closer to home, we might be looking at Rotarians who are funding insulin pumps for disadvantaged children. They may be hosting an overseas student. They could be removing graffiti, cleaning up the countryside, or in running a shelter for women who have suffered domestic violence. So, Rotary is a worldwide organisation set up 110 years ago and the core idea is to foster the concept of service above self. Around the world there are 1.2 million members and 36,000 Rotary Clubs and here in Australia we've got 25,000 Rotarians and 1,100 Clubs. Now most Rotary Clubs meet once a week either in person or nowadays virtually and they devote their time to making the world a better place through a range of very very worthy community service projects so you're going to bump into Rotarians uh, fighting disease like polio and malaria uh, providing clean water sanitation and hygiene uh, saving mothers and children they want to support education uh, they want to grow local economies to promote peace and nowadays of course to support the environment As I said a few months ago, we're talking today about some basic motoring issues expertly presented by Mickey Wynand, whose company is a sponsor of the Bobbin Head Cycle Classic, a community bike ride taking place next Sunday, the 28th of March. So don't go away. Please stay tuned and I'll be back soon. The Beatles there with their big hit, Nowhere Man. You're on Triple H, 100.1 FM. My name is Ian Stewart. This programme is Rotary Matters. And today we're talking motoring matters with Mickey Wynand. Mickey is the marketing product and lifestyle manager for Hornsby BMW, a sponsor of Rotary's Bobbinhead Cycle Classic. A community bike ride taking place Sunday, the 28th of March. And I had a chat uh, with Mickey by Zoom. So good afternoon and welcome to Rotary Matters today. Now, the four local rotary clubs, Hornsby, Karingai, Taramurra and St Ives, combine every year to stage a very important cycling event. It's called the Bobbin Head Cycle Classic. It's got a nickname, the Bobbo. It takes place um, each year in March. It wasn't happening last year due to COVID, but is happening uh, at the end of March 2021. Um, Over over 2,000 riders will be on this event. It's got its challenges. It's got some easy parts, but it goes through the most beautiful scenery on the upper North shore of Sydney. And talking about the upper North shore of Sydney, there are many enterprising local businesses who spotted this as an opportunity to help engage and support the event. And one of those is um, the dealership hornsuit BMW in Waitara. And we're delighted to welcome not only to the uh, Bobo itself to provide that uh, technical support on the day and to present their product but we're also delighted to welcome to this conversation Mickey Wynand. Mickey is the marketing product and lifestyle manager for Hornsby BMW and I just wanted to ask Mickey a few questions, questions that we all come across from time to time. Sometimes we're a bit hazy about the answer so I've gone to the man who knows all this stuff, Mickey Wynand. Mickey, good afternoon. Welcome to Rotary Matters.
1: Good afternoon, Ian. No, thank you. Thank you for having me and thanks for the opportunity.
0: Fantastic. So what I'm going to be asking, Mickey, is some uh, information about tyres, about fuel, um, and also about the emergence of electric cars and what that's going to mean for us all. So, Mickey, if we can begin by looking at tyres, every car has tyres on it, um, and we're uh, told that we need to get our pressure correct. Why is tyre pressure important,
1: Yes, it's very important, and I think looking at what the bikes will be pressurised on at the bobo, as well as what our cars do, um, pressure is definitely important. Um, and the most part is that it's really only an A4-sized piece of paper that is keeping your car on the road. Um, that's about the contact area. And if you're thinking of everyone that you put in to a car, um, pressure is of course part of that. And really, it allows the the tyre to flex when it needs to around corners. Um, and, of course, push water away when it's starting to rain as well.
0: So what about tyre pressures? Um, w- where do I find out the right um, pressure to put in the cars in my, the tyres in my car?
1: Yeah, usually that's on the driver's door card, sort of in the door jam there. Um, it can be quite confusing to, to see which numbers mean what, but essentially you're trying to match whatever is on the side of your tyre there's usually uh, three numbers, which will determine how wide the tire is. Then there'll be a number like 30, which will tell you the profile, so how much rubber there is against the wheel, and then finally the wheel size. So those sets of three numbers will be on the door card, and next to that will be either a pressure of PSI um, or bar. And essentially, if you go to a local service station, uh, you can also change the unit of measurement there and match that number to the door card.
0: How can, I, how can I tell if my tyre needs replacing? You mentioned something about the profile and the thickness, but w- w- are there some easy ways to tell if my tyre needs re- to be replaced?
1: Yeah, it's certainly easier on the, the front tyres there, Ian. So if you are stationary um, or in a driveway garage, if you turn your wheel all the way to one side, um, you can actually see the grooves of the tyre. Um, What's really important, especially with the growth of uh, larger cars like SUVs, you might actually tend to see more wheel wear on the front tires in the inner wheel. So if you're just checking that outside groove, um, you can basically feel the difference um, with a a fingernail and you really want a bit of space there. Sort of one to two mils is, is minimum. Um, and of course, if you get your car serviced regularly, they will tell you. So if we look on the the inside of the tyre, you can use the tip of your fingernail to, to see how thick that is. It's usually one to two millimetres where you would want to change your tyre. And of course, if you change your um, tyres with your service, your service um, technician will be able to tell you roughly how, how soon to do that. But really important to check not just the outside, which is very easy, but just to reach down a bit further into the wheel arch to see what those inner tires are doing
0: so why does it get more worn on the inner side of the tires that of interest
1: yeah essentially when you're going around the corner um again if we're doing regular trips i know a lot of us stay local and um, we sort of run the same roads so here on the north shore it's also very hilly so around corners just those inner tires are working harder so if you're going left the inner left of the right tire um, we'll be keeping you on the road mostly where the, the outer side will be off the road a little bit or less pressure will build up.
0: Okay. Um, Mickey, um, run flat tires. Can you just explain what they are and the advantage of having a run flat tire?
1: Yeah, it's been a big point of discussion, uh, especially the last five years, not just with, with BMW, um, but some other brands. Uh, I think we were one of the first to to bring them to market. The great, advantage of run flat tires is if you do get a nail in the tire you can actually keep driving Um, so with the outer wall of the tire still being uh, strong you can keep driving up to 80 kilometers an hour for a distance of 80 kilometers but that's really only if you've got a car full of people so if that's not the case we have definitely seen longer distances but still keeping under that 80 kilometers per hour um, and that's, that's the difference of being able to, to keep driving rather than needing to pull over or even losing control of the car if you're using a conventional tyre, which can be dangerous as well if you lose pressure suddenly.
0: So having driven the 80 or 100Ks or whatever you can get away with, um, yeah. and I turn up at a tyre dealership, can I expect them to stock run-flat tyres these days?
1: Yeah, certainly in, in metropolitan Sydney, um, all tyre makes will will have them and they they might even have a few different models. So if it's a Bridgestone or Pirelli, for example, they'll have both in stock. Um, and certainly if you travel out regional New South Wales, they can be a bit more challenging to stock, uh, but certainly they can get them in within a day or two.
0: Excellent. Okay, so that's a few thoughts on tyres. What about fuel, uh, Mickey? Um, what... You go to the Bowser, you see 91, 98, 95, E10, diesel. Um, It can be very confusing, can't it? It can be very confusing. Why don't all cars run on the same fuel? Why isn't it one Bowser that um, supports all cars?
1: Yeah, that that would be much easier, wouldn't it? (laughs) That's, I guess, where the electric cars might come in handy if we all have our own Bowsers, but we'll get to that. Okay.
0: But uh, it's really
1: so. It's what? really um, depending on on the higher the number, the more octane we have in the fuel. So mm-hmm. essentially, if you've got a higher performing engine, uh, you need a higher performing fuel. It's a little bit but different in aircraft where you've got jet fuel and a normal avgas. Uh, but with cars, of course, diesel um, is a different engine. So the way it produces the power is quite different and that's where we get a lot of efficiency so if you're doing longer trips and the engine is warmer you'll get better mileage whereas uh, petrol cars we recommend 95 or above on most of our cars but on our performance cars you can only put in 98 and that's because those engines are designed to have the higher octane and certainly going higher is is better for the engine Uh, you'll you will see saving in fuel consumption um and of course it's a little bit more expensive at the bowser but a lot of people have done those calculations and you can do that for yourself to see if you do get better fuel consumption or not
0: so if i accidentally put 91 in and i'm supposed to be putting
1: in 98 um what's going to actually yeah the engine will still run especially if it's still petrol um it it might be rougher and certainly we'd recommend um trying to top up to 98 as, as soon as possible um, but certainly if you're in a location where it's only possible, you'd typically drive your car less extreme um, or less sporty uh, to, to look after the engine.
0: And so diesel against petrol, under what circumstances would you choose um, a diesel-powered vehicle as opposed to a petrol-powered vehicle?
1: Yeah, something that we've all become more aware of and certainly conversations I'm having with our guests here, diesel engines really take 20 minutes to get warm and they really only see their fuel consumption get down low once they are warm. So if your typical trip is between 20 minutes and half an hour, we wouldn't recommend a diesel car because you're just not going to see the same benefits. That first 20 minutes of getting warm um, does use a lot of fuel, but once that happens, if you're doing longer trips or looking to go around Australia, typically you'll see more diesel engines, and hence most of our trucks on the road are also diesel because they're running many distances for many hours.
0: And if I accidentally put diesel into my petrol tank, uh, which is supposed to be Do not start it. (laughs) Do not start it. Is that the advice?
1: Yeah? Yes. That's very dangerous. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But
0: um, so literally I'd have to flush it out or have it flushed out?
1: Yes. and, And people like the NRMA or our... Uh, Roadside assistance would flush out your fuel tank, um, try and flush it out of the engine. Of course, if you haven't started it, that's much easier and will do no damage to the engine. Um, And then, yeah, you'd need to replace the the fuel with the correct type.
0: Okay. Now, the other thing I want to ask you about, there's an echo button, uh, ECO, on some vehicles. What exactly does that
1: do? Yeah, in our cars, we call it Eco Pro, um, and it does a few things. So in our cars, we actually call that Eco Pro. And uh, what that does is at a point of coasting, which is determined by the car, but essentially uh, level or, or slightly downhill driving, the wheels actually disconnect from the engine. So the engine can go back to about 800 RPM to keep it really nice and efficient. And the wheels will just free flow the car down the hill. So you're not using any real power to the wheels and that's keeping it nice and and economical. The other thing our cars do is it changes the air conditioning, so it will still keep you nice and cool or warm. Uh, It just won't use as much energy to to keep the compressor or the air compressor pushing that cold air or warm air towards you.
0: So whenever you get the chance, you should always activate the Echo Pro button.
1: Yeah, and I guess... Uh, being in Europe a few years ago, most of the Europeans, especially in Germany, are, are driving around in Eco Pro all the time. Being BMWs, you, you tend to see more sporty driving techniques, so people enjoy comfort or, of course, sport mode. Uh, but on long trips, when cruise control might be activated, Eco is great because you're not really controlling the car at that point, and the car will definitely be more efficient.
0: You're listening to Rotary Matters. Um, this is Triple H 100.1 FM and my name is Ian Stewart. We've been talking with Mickey w- Wynand and I'll be talking a bit more with him shortly. You're on Triple H 100.1 FM. My name is Ian Stewart and this program is called Rotary Matters, a program designed to put the spotlight onto the world of rotary, onto some of their projects and activities. And I continue my conversation with Mickey Wynand from Hornsby VMW about the advent of electric cars okay we're talking with mickey wine who's the marketing product and lifestyle manager for hornsby bmw his firm is a sponsor of the bobo rotary and community bike ride which takes place at the end of march this year i wanted to ask mickey something about electric cars we're hearing more and more about them roughly mickey what percentage of cars sell today are electric and what where do you see that going
1: yeah, it's been fascinating to watch. I went on to one of the first um, electric training sessions uh, down in our head office in, in Mulgrave, um, and that was five years ago. Um, and that really showed us what the future and what BMW, of course, wanted that future to be. Um, now that we're five years in, we're all talking about electric cars, what our next car is going to look like, feel like, sound like. And certainly um, us at the moment, we're seeing a, a bigger uptake in hybrid cars. Um, I personally think that's where Australians will get the most benefit at the moment, where our battery or the electric power within a hybrid will do your normal trip or a commute. Some of our cars go up to 65 kilometres pure electrically. But then you still have the benefit of the petrol engine. So if you are doing that long family holiday, which we're typically used to doing, uh, you certainly can. So it's the benefit of both worlds. So the the
0: main advantage of electric cars over
1: Petrol cars? Yeah, a few things. And I guess that's where, when we go fully electric, um, that's where you really get the benefit. Um, BNW, as a group, we want to see 7 million electrified models on the road uh, by 2030. This is worldwide? Worldwide, worldwide, so 7 million worldwide. And two-thirds of them to be fully electric. So when they're fully electric, you're not having the same maintenance as a petrol car, of course, because you're not maintaining the engine. Um, and the benefit is that the actual consumption of the power to get the, the power from the engine to the road is less than a petrol car. It is actually more um, economical in that sense. And also getting the power to your car through your own charging station if you're on a trip or at home in your own garage um, is much easier
0: so charging stations along the highways what's the situation with that these days
1: yeah that's fantastic it really is at the moment we've partnered with a company called jet charge um, who have actually created the super highway which will take you from adelaide uh, either via canberra or via melbourne all the way up to cairns and they've installed um these charging stations all along that route down in show harbour wollongong as well for example um and They've really created that network as a future-proofed network. So um, when I met the CEO two years ago, he said that typically they could charge 600 kilometres in about 30 seconds. That's a lot of power. The problem we have at the moment is our cars can't take that power, um, so they can't recharge that quick. And that's part of it is if the infrastructure is there, um, the cars will just get to that sort of level uh, quicker.
0: But Adelaide to Cairns, with
1: charging yes. stations all the way. That's
0: yeah, amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. It?
1: I mean, locally, what's fantastic as well is Sunive Shopping Village. I know it has two charging stations there. Um, you can see at Macquarie Centre, there's also there's Chatswood. In the, in um, so the, even in the lo- car park. It, yeah. Within, within the, the car West park. Oral, yeah. In the West or Shopping Village. And and that's fantastic. I've used them regularly when I've had the chance to drive a fully electric or hybrid vehicle. And, it, and you don't think about it, really. It, it's amazing. You go to see... Uh, a movie at the cinema and your car's charged so you go home fully electric Um, it's just a different way of thinking
0: but if if you charge your car up and you go to the cinema aren't you hogging that space for uh, someone who might want to come in uh, uh, while you're in the movies (laughs)
1: Yes, and, and that's that's going to be the challenge in the future, I think. At the moment, um, I think they've got six or seven spots over there, so it's almost plentiful, which is fantastic. But certainly as the demand grows for more charging stations, I think the way we park our cars will change as well. So hopefully we can keep up the infrastructure. That's certainly a challenge.
0: Mickey Wynan, great thoughts, and thank you very much for sharing all that with us. Um, on behalf of uh, the Bobo, we'd like to thank you again for your for your support. And listeners, on the day, you'll find a sweet vehicle, which um, by no coincidence happens to be a BMW. BMW. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll also have one at one of the drink stops and at the Karua Oval where BMW, Hornsby BMW will have a display as well and a team that they're entering into the, into the event. So we really appreciate your
1: support, Mickey. Uh, thank you. And thank you for the opportunity. And it's been a great uh, part of, our um, philosophy to be part of events like this in the community. So it's a great chance to give back to to the well-known beneficiaries, Lifeline, amongst others. So thank you. And
0: next week on Rotary Matters, it's going to be a bit different. As I mentioned earlier, the Bobbin Head Cycle Classic is a major uh, rotary initiative to support Lifeline and other charities. A local sponsor of the Bobbo is Sydney Electric Bikes. So I'm going to be taking the opportunity to talk with the owner of this business, Mr. Jake Southall, to find out what it is about electric bikes that makes them so popular and how they compare with conventional push bikes regarding distances, costs, the distance they can travel, the pros and the cons. So it'll be an interesting chat with Jake. Uh, And his company will also be having a stand at the uh, Karua Oval, which is the village where the Bobbin Head Cycle Classic starts and finishes. So I'd urge you, please, to stay tuned on Fridays at 3 o'clock for your ongoing dose of good stories about the work, the causes, the projects and the people who make up a Rotary. It's been a great pleasure to be with you today. My name is Ian Stewart and I'll see you next Friday.